That's my wife, you asshole. This relationship is This is Lace. It's Catherine. Oh, I normally do it the other way. It doesn't matter anymore. I forgot. Who cares anymore? Nobody cares. There's only one person who cares. No, we know who that is. That's Ginger. (laughs) She's always listening, always judging. She just gave us a call to critique us right before we started recording. Yeah, it's always fun. So. If we haven't, if you haven't listened to that episode, Ginger is my mom. And, you know, she's our uh, quality manager. It's so solemn. <laughs> I do this. Now I'm paranoid that that laugh was too loud. I feel like we just got told we have terminal cancer. <laughs> <laughs> and now record. And record. <laughs> if we're like, oh, I'm in a great mood now. Hey. Hi. Um, I guess I'm just going to whisper for now on. Apparently, according to Ginger, we would do a we would revise our checking in with Ginger segment, um, but I don't think my little ego can handle it today. She, she said, just ripped Lace a new one. Yeah, because I'm too I'm too loud. Apparently, I am shrill. She is the harshest pageant coach. Yeah, it's pretty pretty rough. Yeah, did she ever coach you in pageants? No, she didn't. But I mean, that is why. I was such a winner. <laughs> that is why I was. Because even if she wasn't my official coach. Did she still like, she was like, mm, you, oh. need, you need to suck in a little bit more on this turn. No, it was more like you didn't have enough lipstick on. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. So I would get messages like I'd be backstage at a pageant. And I would come out for like one of the preliminary rounds, like on stage question or something like that. And then I'd have to go back and change and do the next thing. Right. Come back and forth. And so in between I'd have awesome little encouraging messages on my <laughs> Nokia brick phone <laughs> in, the, in the dressing room. Bring. You need more lipstick. Uh-uh. <laughs> So-and-so answered that question way faster than you did. You him and ha too long. You said, um, three times. Come back out. You're walking out on stage, like tears welling up in your eyes. (laughs) No, it was great because, like, I live on that. Like, I love that adrenaline rush, right? Of like, I need, like, I want to push and push and push and be better. So it's good. It works. I mean, because hell, I am half of her. I mean, I'm Mm -hmm. so much like her that that kind of works on me. I like to be pushed to the brink like that. Yeah. And I like the feeling of I could do better and I'm capable of doing better. It would suck if the critiques that I received were things I could not control. Yeah. But she is good about always giving me critiques about things I can, I have control over, like the volume of my voice. (laughs) You're trying very hard. I'm trying so hard right now. The volume of the volume. Welcome to Cheaties on NPR. (laughs) If we talked like this, I would every single time I go to sleep. No, I would be like, and folks, now you're listening to, Delilah. Delilah. This next song is going out to Ginny in Kansas City. (laughs) 
We know Robert is thinking about you tonight. And then it's like, what's that creepy song that's like, every step you take, I see it. Every breath you take, I'm watching you. You're literally writing a song by (laughs) Phil Collins. I think it's, but it came out. I think it's Sting. Sting with the police. But it came out that it was like, about a stalker, right? Oh, for sure. There, I don't think that there was a hit song that came out in the late seventies. Well, I think let's just say between the sixties and eighties, that was not about stalking <laughs> or being in love with uh, a teenage girl, <laughs> and or stalking and or kidnapping a teenage girl. There's a, one of my favorite songs from the eighties is by Benny Mardones, and it literally the first words, the first line of the song is. She's just 16 years old. <laughs> Leave her alone, they say. <laughs> that song they should end said. right there. That, because he's like 40, pushing 50, singing, <laughs> She's just 16 years old. Leave her alone. Wait. The best part is, I was laughing at every line, but every line, every sentence after got worse. It's she's 16. They said, leave her alone. They said, leave her alone. Oh, God. Yeah. They said, they oh, said, God. Who's telling him that? The law, the parents, yeah. the CPS. Who's they? <laughs> Who is telling you to leave the 16-year-old? Your wife. Your wife is Your they. Your wife said, leave her alone. They, it's actually singular. It yeah. is your one wife. Yeah. The next sentence is, she's been missing for days. <laughs> You're the number one suspect. <laughs> they said, your wife. <laughs> your wife said... But seriously, uh, like every single okay. song was about, I see you when you're sleeping. We just had this conversation yesterday. Yeah. For, uh, Lace and I have been together for uh, way too many hours. 70, 11 hours. Sure. That's about right. Uh, we went camping, but mm-hmm. we showed up. We At first we were like visiting at Jared's. Uh, yeah. So bike. my husband's bike park yeah. up in Jasper, Georgia. It's called Jared's Place on Instagram. Yeah, it's so cool. Any biking enthusiasts are listening, which they are 100% not. <laughs> they, so there's like shirtless men on bikes. Oh, yeah. There's jumping. just nothing but sweaty dudes. But we looked around and there was like some young boys. And this, okay, here's like what boys, we said. Like teenagers and kids. Yeah. 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 But you and I first admitted, and everyone, you'll say out loud, sure, you can say out loud that you never thought this, but like... As an older person, you still kind of you see like a seventeen year old boy, and you're like, "Oh Ooh. damn, yeah." You feel so weird. We're admitting, <laughs> we're literally admitting a crime. You know that, right? No, I, I'm not saying we. No, you never act do. on it. No, but the only reason you like and it's not sexy. No, you because would look, you know that they're a child. You know they're a child, but you you see like you would see like a sixteen year old boy who like you know you you know those tiny little teenager no, packs no, 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 16 like it has to be 17 18 cuz there's yeah. a difference between like no they start to look like men but they have those like you know those like 17 year old little boy packs we sound so disgusting but I'm saying this is so crazy. the only reason why I th- it's cuz you know that when you were you still have yes. that 
16 year old in you. Yes, you that, remember being like a 15 year old girl. That would look at him and be like, oh, I would <gasps> so, I would fall head over here. Yeah. I have such a crush on that yeah. boy. And you don't even know what you're fantasizing about. You just know you got feelings. You just, you can see a 16 year old boy now that you would look at and be like, oh, when I was 16. When I was 16. Yes, I that's would be. That's, yes, that's more like, it's not like we're adult women looking at them like, <laughs> mm, yum, yum. Give me some. No. He's just 17, 17 years old. Leave him alone. His dad said, <laughs> would you stop texting my son? But here's my number. <laughs> I live in this camper. <laughs> if you want to stop by sometime. Today. Today, I'll show you my mountain bike. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. But it is true. Like, you remember, you re- your brain reverts back to, like, you're like, oh, I remember being Because it's not like you're a different old. person. No. You still have that teenager in your body. Yeah, I, you were. And it also, you do just feel like that was yesterday. I don't know how you feel. I'm a little. I was born in 2012. Uh, so. You said it 8,000 times last <laughs> night next to the fire. Trust me. We're very aware that you're a very large eight-year-old. <laughs> you're a, you're an eight-year-old that has one of those diseases that makes them grow way too fast. It's the I opposite am, of Benjamin Button. Whatever I that is, that's what you have. The sexiest and also least sexiest eight-year-old on the planet right now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, At least pick a different year. At okay. least pick like 2000. To, it is twenty. I can't pick the year I was born. They said it's just it's what God gave me. You were born in ninety two. I swear <laughs> to God, if you tell one more person you were born in the two in the two thousands, so I don't know. It's fine. Okay, I'm just so jealous. we. It's not creepy to say. It's just admit that when you see a six seventeen year old that's tan with those little seventeen year old pecs and that flowy hair, you just you think, my my my, back in the day, back in the day. Yeah, it's not like I like walk away and jerk off to it or anything. It's not that. But it is one of those weird, you feel weird when they're talking to you. You're like, <laughs> yeah, I know you're a child, but like, I don't want to make eye contact with I'm you. I'm nervous. You have no shirt on. I'm so awkward. I'm so... Are you going to ask me to the prom? Like, Why do I put a yes? <laughs> Am I going to say yes? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> okay, do you want me to buy you beer? I won't, but I will. But I, but won't. I won't, but I will. <laughs> I'll sit the beer behind the gas station for you. <laughs> Just like me, please. <laughs> there was like that Just think I'm boy cool. that was bullying me, and I got so nervous. You were bullied <laughs> so badly by this 10-year-old. Well, here's what's so funny. At first, the first thing he says to you, he's one of my husband's friend's kids, and he comes up to us, and I've never met him. I know his dad, but I don't know him. And he comes up, little kid, like a squirt like a little like a he's a little 10 year old he comes up he rides right up to us and he we get out of the car we've gotten out of the car we said hey to two people um because they're all out there just riding they're not camping or whatever they're all it's big giant open field or whatever land anyway this kid rides up to us and he goes hey i haven't met you before to me and i was like okay well i'm jared's wife you know this property that you're on yeah is mine so and he, he then he looks at Catherine and he's like What's her name? I'm like, oh my God, Catherine. This is Catherine. Catherine. Catherine or Catherine? And I get butterflies in my stomach. Yeah. (laughs) And then from there, it never stopped. He literally said to you. At one point I said, um, 
I mean, I, I maybe I threw out like a couple lit. So I was like, that's lit. Dog. Yeah. And he goes, why are you talking like that? Yeah. <laughs> And I was like, oh, I'm going to go home and cry. Yeah. And then later he tried to guess our ages and that's when we kicked him off the mountain. So. Uh, but he guessed that I was 20. Yeah. And I he, was like. Well, that was not his first guess. Wait, it was his first guess. Yeah. But he, then he kept going because you were agreeing and I was like, no, nah, no, nah, bitch. Yeah. So, but anyway, I, uh, yeah, you were bullied relentlessly mm-hmm, by that kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he was, he was, his dad's like, he's sassy, right? And I was like, he's more than sassy. You he's need a little a, shit. You need to reel that little shit yeah. right in. Yes. <laughs> he a jerk. Somebody's going to be calling about his cheating story in about oh. 15 years. Easily. Uh, before that. Yeah. <laughs> but it's so funny. Oh, but the first I thing you said I'm to us, date him. or the first thing you said to him is you're like, how old are you? And he goes, 11. And I go, oh, okay, are you in, like, fifth or sixth grade? Oh, in fifth, it's ending in fifth. And then he goes, well, I'm not I'm not 11 yet. I mean, I'm 10. I might as well be 11. And I was like, wow, you are already lying about your age. What a little jerk. And then he, he was like, he's like, I get women. He's like, honestly, I don't really get boys that much, but I get women. Wait, I thought he said he doesn't get women. No, he gets women. I'm just telling oh you. Oh my God. He did say I have a sister. I have a sister. He's playing with my mind. Yeah, this little Anyway. So y'all are going on a date next week. We're going on a date <laughs> with his dad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You're leaving hot tub for yeah. sassy 10-year-old. I look, if he's mean to me, I have to date him. That's yeah, it is. Them's the okay, rules. now that you're mean to me, I love you. Yeah. And now we're married. <laughs> I can't wait to find the password to your TikTok Did you- <laughs> and discover how you're cheating on me. <laughs> uh, I just saw that you did a choreographed dance with this girl in a treehouse. <laughs> and I want to know what's up with that. Who is Keely? Okay. Does she live in the treehouse? Is that why she's a savage? <laughs> Huh? He's like, first of all, it's Kylie. Yeah. Second of all, it's yeah. spelled with three E's. Yeah. Three E's. Um, did you ever get married to somebody on a playground? Oh, all the time. Yeah. I had so many overlapping. I was you slut. I was polygamous <laughs> before you little before LA found slut. out about polygamy. <laughs> I invented it. I had multiple husbands. You know what the sad thing is, and I hated this. Truly, you were never picked? Never married. I was three playground flower girls. I was damn three playground flower girls, never the bride. Never the playground bride. Always the three playground bridesmaids. That's so hilarious. Like by the third Catherine, one. you need to write that down. That's- <laughs> by the third one, I was just slamming the grass clippings onto the ground. <laughs> what is love? <laughs> Your da- your dandelions that Just were your like, bouquet. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter anymore. Mm-hmm. But now... Oh, I married multiple people on the playground. We actually... So we used to play uh, Saved by the Bell on the playground in elementary school. And it was really cool because my classroom boyfriend was named Zach. Screech. No. You would. You wouldn't marry of the Of course Ken. I would marry I the know. freaking Zach. What, who were you, Kelly Kapowski? And I was Kelly Kapowski. Yes, because I had the brown hair. He had blonde hair. and He was cute, and he looked like Zach. Uh, and then I would choose who everybody was. Like, I decided. Oh, you would absolutely make me screech. Of course. Yeah. That's so mean. Sorry. Did I would have made you Jesse. You're tall. 
Were you tall as a kid? Were you like weirdly taller than all the other kids in school? Yeah, and I punched boys. I was very that awkward. That sounds exactly right. <laughs> sounds, it makes so much sense that I'm as sorry, a kid, Doug Healy. you punch boys and now you can't make eye contact with 17-year-old boys because they give you butterflies. See, uh, Everything. Uh, I'm like, uh, I feel like I need to punch a 17-year-old boy because he's cute. And now I know I definitely absolutely can't do it. <laughs> like when I was younger, anymore, I could least. do it. And it was like, okay, she's weird, but she's not going to go to jail. And now mm-hmm. it's like, Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, I forgot about all those marriages. I never annulled any of them. I wonder if I'm entitled to any of their properties or belongings. I probably I probably own wow. half of so many 64 crayon box sets. <laughs> I own 32 crayons of every boy that I married on the playground. God, I'd have so many crayons right now. Damn. I know. I wish crayons were worth anything. They might be. Probably own a bunch of pogs. You never even played pogs, though, I bet. I was born in 2012. Oh, my God. We can't keep faking this. You're so old. I can't wait till you start getting your retirement checks next week. Because you're old. I'm not. I am, actually. I do feel whatever. It doesn't matter Well, the good news is, is you look old, at least. <laughs> So you might be, quote, in your 20s, end quote. The second thing is, is that I'm, I'm always going to dress like I look 40. I know. I, I'm always going to dress looks like, like anything. Like a Lisa Frank for limited to. Yeah. Girl. Combo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But and it's kind of cute now because I'm like, oh, she's still. Do like, you think you're like a like a visco girl? Is that what you are? I am 22. I was born in 2012. I don't know what that means. Yes, but, you do. That's what all the little kids call. They, yeah. they have like a scrunchie on their wrist at all times, a big T-shirt. But like I'm still going to be doing that when I'm 40. And then people 100%. are going to look at me like, oh, that's sad. Yeah. And then little kids are going to ride up on their bikes and be like, how old are you? Yeah. <laughs> They're going to be like, is it Kathy? And you'd be like, like, yeah, I go by Kathy now. Do you want to do you want do you want to check out my podcast? <laughs> <laughs> All right, should we get to yes. our caller today? Yes. Okay, so here's the thing of all of our valued, trusted listeners who are so loyal You're about to us. To lose your trust. Yeah. We did not advertise cuz the way the last episode worked, if you listened, we we had advertised three <laughs> We got, we got really excited. We overshot our shot uh-huh. and we thought we were going to get three in one. We ended up breaking those up into two episodes. So the last two episodes, one was two interviews. The one before was one interview. <clears throat> and the, so we didn't have a regular mini where we advertise the next caller. So what we did is we asked one of our favorite local comics, uh, if he was free today and he said, a hundred percent, you're catching me before I started drinking. And we were like, fantastic. I hope started drinking. He probably time. has. Cause we waited too long to call him. Like we always do. It's our favorite thing to do. It's make mm-hmm. people just sit and wait for <laughs> hours at a time. We're going to call you in 30 minutes. Yeah. And then two Three hours. Three hours right there. Mm-hmm. So he said he was available and he has a plethora of stories. He's got, he's. He's been the side piece apparently a bunch. He has been cheated on and we were like, cool, save it for the pod. So we literally, we don't have a voicemail to go with it. We don't even know the details of any of these stories. So it's literally like you're hearing this the first time we're yeah. hearing most of this. Honestly, and in, in we were just like, who should we call? And we were like, we got to call this guy. He's one of like the, just uh, the, the 
a character. Oh my god. He's not even really a human being. He's well, one of the funniest characters. He's from Florida. So oh, that says that everything yeah. about this caller. Yeah. He is from Florida, so it's everything you should expect and more. He's the one who messaged me. Like at least four people had messaged me before everybody had watched Tiger King, before like the whole world caught on to Tiger King. This dude was the first one to I think the first one to watch Tiger King. He probably got like a pre like a pre-screening directly yeah. from Florida. The state of Florida was probably like we need everyone from here to watch yeah, this first. He could be related. Oh, to, yeah, completely. And so he was messaging me, not have you, you got to watch Tiger King. And then like two days, have you watched Tiger King? Hey, I need to know how you feel about Tiger King. You got to. And I'm like, dude, I don't know if I'm going to watch Tiger King. And then once I got like people who weren't from Florida telling me to watch Tiger King, oh, then I watched and it. And that's credible. That's what, yeah, yeah. That's what sealed the deal. Yeah. But he, I was like, okay, so our next caller. Should we let him talk and then we'll introduce his name? Well, we could say who it okay, is. Okay, it is. Drum roll. Today we are calling the infamous Dan Weeks. Danny boy Weeks. So he is. Daddy Dan, as we call him. We love him. Dan Weeks is so fantastic. We're going to call him. We did tell him we were going to text him before we called, but we didn't text him. So Good. we're going to hope that he's available two hours later. Uh, so this will be fun for I can see him right now. He's sitting in a chair with a red silk robe and nothing else on with his legs That sounds crossed. about right. That does sound about right. With a little cocktail and an umbrella tree yeah drink probably kicking a soccer ball oh, from his seat yes just absolutely. balancing it on one toe yeah hello daddy hey what's hey. up hey How's sorry we going? thought we thought we were going to be able to call you earlier than we did but we had air conditioning issues in our studio oh no is it uh is it uh did you have a window unit and it sounds like a cement mixer is absolutely going on How? that's exactly the case yes <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I totally know that. Uh, Ex-audio engineer and also uh, long-term user, uh, uh, long-time listener, long-time fan uh, of, uh, of window units. So I know, I know the ruckus they can cause when it comes to uh, when it comes to audio. So. Yes, mine mine's on right now. So oh yeah, so we um, we normally record at night in here, and so it gets a little cooler even on hot days. But this is like yeah. our, like. It's been hotter than it ha- has been yet, and we're recording like during the day for the first time. So we're trying to get used uh-huh. to. I guess I'm gonna have to start turning the sucker on hours before we come in here. Well, is that yeah. what you would recommend? And then it's already chilly, and then then we can I would turn recommend it off. That and yeah, that or just you know, obviously this is a podcast, so you know when the, the makeup runs because of the sweat, or you get that weird lip bead sweat that uh-huh. can happen. The mustache, like the mustache, yeah, yeah. the mustache. I don't think. I don't think that would be a problem, you know. I yeah, because it's a lot same. of people. A lot of a lot of great albums were recorded like they put the drum set on the roof of the studio because it would rattle or cause things to rattle inside the studio. So wow, it's just all about how dedicated you want to be to your art and the performance. You know what I mean? It's just really up to you. So when you say so many artists, which artists in particular, Dan? DJ That's a great Dan. question, Lance. That's a great question. So uh, if you go back to Joy Division, their first album, <laughs> Unknown Pleasures, the, they actually recorded the drum set on the roof and they piped it into the control room. What? On the, on roof. the roof? That's so freaking cool, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah because uh, I think it was the noisy kit. I mean, it's kind of a that, – that's the, the legendary story, but 
they set up drums in weird fucking areas all the time. Mm-hmm. Drums and bassists for some reason. Mm. Um, I, I don't know. I think the bassist is because they would rather just have the bass directly into the console and not through a rig. And I think that's why. But the drum kit can cause a lot of just weird... Uh, weird anomalies in the recording. Okay, so, so should we record in a hot tub? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. That's what we're hearing. I should climb up I mean, on my roof and or get in the hot tub. Should we get in a hot tub on the roof? Or yeah, or just like... I think that's the only place to actually have a hot tub is on your roof. Yeah. Right? Dan, you know my hot tub. You almost died in it before. Uh, I do know your... Well, yeah, I do know the hot tub. So many comedians have almost died in my hot tub. I believe... Oh, my God. <laughs> Why did I you remember, almost die? Well, because... I'm well, <laughs> pretty fucking drunk, and then they say never drink in a hot tub because it thins your blood, and it, uh, it heightens the effects of alcohol. Uh-huh. Um, and, yeah. and it also dehydrates you, so you get dehydrated. Dehydrated. Uh, Dehydrated. Dehydrated. Yes. And uh, it basically, like, whatever alcohol is, it turns it into, like, super alcohol. Ooh, <laughs> nitro? I love alcohol. Yeah. I love super alcohol. It's like, Cold brew yeah, alcohol. Like, uh, <laughs> if alcohol could somehow, like, turn into a monster energy drink, like, that's what would happen. <laughs> oh, so you're drinking for locus. So you're suggesting that I drain all the water out of my hot tub and fill it up with monster energy drink instead. And then do a podcast on the roof in the monster energy drink hot tub. Because that's what I'm hearing. Absolutely. And then turn it on so you actually you're just sitting in hot monster energy drink. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only way to drink it. I mean, normally if I were to drink a monster energy drink, I would go to a uh, Chevron, buy one, yeah. right? Put it in my car. Forget it's in there. Let it roll around on the floorboard for like yeah. two to three days. Then find yeah. it when I slam on brakes and it rolls forward and goes under my brake pedal. Uh, and yeah. then I would get it, crack it open, drink it, and then, you know, head to my felony. <laughs> yeah, there we go. That yeah. sounds about right. That that sounds about that's probably forty to fifty percent of all of all felonies in Florida start off that same way. I was just about to say, speaking of felonies, and you, <laughs> you're <laughs> we're so happy to have you on our podcast today. <laughs> we, uh, <laughs> speaking of Florida felonies and Dan Weeks, where did you grow up, Sabouts in Florida? Uh, so. Generally, you say the Tampa Bay area, but I was born in Tampa, and I grew up in Pinellas County, which is uh, uh, the adjacent county to Florida. So the Hillsborough and Pinellas County. More swamps, creeks, or ocean? Ocean, I think, right? What's up? Swamps, creeks, or ocean? Oh, ocean, definitely. Um, Swamps are cool, but swamps... Yeah, swamps just they have a whole other they have a whole other they have a whole other vibe to them. Like the oceans where it's at. Okay. Yeah. But you were near the ocean, right? Because I remember you so I'm gonna tell our listeners I used to host a show called Backstory, which we've talked about a couple times on the podcast, but uh, Ian Aber and I used to host it at Relapse Theater and Dan used to bartend at Relapse and he would Come on. I, every single time I hosted uh, Backstory, I would have you on because he, Dan is a, like, he has more insane stories than Amber Chandler, who we had on here, who is always surprising me with insane yeah. stories. But she's also from Florida originally, and that's why. God. So, but Dan, like, you told me the time that you almost got eaten by a shark in a kayak, like you were out fishing in a kayak or some insane thing. And a it was a canoe. 
It was a canoe that I so bought sorry. off Craigslist. And, uh, uh, Did you say Craigslist? You bought it Craigslist? <laughs> I bought it off Craigslist. So it's a long story, and, and I don't want to get into it. But what happened was I was going down to Florida to visit my mom. And I was like, hey, let's go shark fishing. It's in the middle of the summer. This is the perfect time. So what I did was uh, I just looked on Craigslist like a few days before I was going down, and I found a canoe for like 80 bucks. And I was like, yep, here's 80 bucks. Just drop it off at this address. And then it's that. Like the day before, like the day I'm coming in, like my mom calls me and like, there's this guy here trying to drop off a canoe that says you bought it. And I'm not letting him do that. You're not going to ruin my yard. I do not want it to look like a bunch of Florida white trash live in this neighborhood. This is a nice neighborhood. And then I hear the guy in the background go, well, he's already paid for it, so I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> and then, and he then just... the dude is, like, beeping in on the other line, and I switch around, like, yeah, just leave it there and dip. Leave it there and dip. It's cool. It's cool. I'll handle, I'll handle it. Um, That's hilarious. And, and Yeah, and then uh, to, to add further insult to injuries, what I did was uh, I was like, I got a chum to shark, so I bought eight gallons of cow's blood from a slaughterhouse. So you invited the sharks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to chum up the shark. You can't just be sitting in the middle of the ocean in a kayak on a canoe and expect sharks to come. You got to. You wanted them to come. So invited. Was that a death wish? What were? What was the goal here? That'd have been a be- pretty badass way. Uh, yeah. You know, I mean, we've been friends for a long time, Lace. When, yes. When do you know me to be the center of like really thinking out a plan? <laughs> That's you true. Know? Okay. Good point. Good point. Good point. I, I think, you know, my, my birthday talk show from a couple weeks ago, I think that was the perfect example of me just not thinking a few key elements through. <laughs> yeah, like the, planning for those. Like how long the show is allowed to be on oh Instagram Live. <laughs> I felt so, I, 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 again, let me just take, take it from the top and apologize about how long it took. Like, I did not know. And now that I think about it, I'm like, 10 guests is a long fucking time. Yeah, yeah Dan. Like, uh, yeah. I was like, man, he's gonna he's gonna like have literally everyone down to five minutes or less. This is amazing. What a feat! What a goal! What a lofty goal yeah. he has for this hour. This hour he's allowed to be on Instagram Live, and then their first guest you had on for twenty five minutes. Who was it? Paul Ollinger. Uh, Paul Ollinger. Yeah, um, another yeah, daddy. I did, I did not know, and I would write down the time of when they needed to be up, and then I was like, once the like conversation got going, you know, you. Could, you're talking about your stuff and I'm asking a good question. It's a really good interview. And I'm like, Oh shit. Uh, we were supposed to be done 10 minutes ago. Yeah. You well, know? Hey, we, you know, that's, you just described our podcast. Yeah. So it, <laughs> it, it works both ways. Uh, yeah. yeah. We were supposed to yeah. start an hour before and we we're always supposed to have stopped an hour before. So, but then, okay. yeah, it so happens. It's not just, Cause I want to do that again, but I want to just have like two guests. Yeah. You, know? and uh, you should we can have like, yeah, a legitimate like interview. Yeah, like know? a like and an not... in-depth interview. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Let's just like high level. Hey, what's up? Just hey, what's up? What are you doing? That takes five minutes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Especially during quarantine because yeah. people like people are so excited to talk for the first time mm-hmm. in yeah. a week. Exactly. Well, hey, now so we've got you on uh, we yeah. are, this is cheaties, right? So we want to hear yeah. cheating stories and you, we told our listeners that, cause usually we have like a, like a voicemail that we play beforehand, like the episode before and we tease the next guest, but this time we didn't do that with you. You're a surprise guest. 
and we let them know. Yeah, you're welcome. We we let them know the inside details about Dan Weeks. Yeah. Well, we told them you're from Florida, so there's that. Um, So that's all they need to know about you. You were also the DJ at my wedding. That's another good credit. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yes. What was your first dance song? Our first dance. We danced to the Cars. Who's gonna drive you home? Yeah, it was Drive. You know, oh, that's funny good. Is I'll just put my uh, I'll put my uh, my uh, iTunes just on random shuffle, and then like uh, a Tammy Wynette song will come on, or like like some just random country song. I'm like, what the fuck is this? I'm like, oh, that's from the that's related from, to your wedding player. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of great '80s songs, on this episode earlier, we were talking about how there's so many creepy songs from the '70s and '80s that describe yeah. like teenage girls. And then I went into the first two lines of Benny Mardonis, Benny Mardonis, um, uh, into the night. Isn't that the name of the song? Yeah. Into the night. You know that song, don't you? I do. I do. Yeah. So I we do. were singing that, that earlier and I was literally what? thinking, I bet Dan is the only other person. Cause Catherine, I was born in 2012. She claimed she was born eight years ago. So she doesn't know any songs. Uh, the oldest artist I know is Pitbull. You're an idiot. Wow. Yeah. That's, wow. She's full of it. And you know what, Catherine? I, 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 that, I, I, would, I believe that. I believe that. For yeah. Sure. yeah. That yeah. sounds Look. like a legitimate thing. Yeah. No, I don't um, know. But, yeah. Yeah. So we told don't know anyone named Patty. <laughs> You're so sweet. There's a, there's a song by a band named Winger called 17. Yes. And, uh, that's pretty fucked up yeah it's she's uh, only 17 it's a she whispered sweet and brought me to the floor and she said i'm only 17 but i'll show you love like you've never seen seen. before she's only 17 daddy says she's too young yep but she's old enough for me Wow. That's no. Gross. Who's me? How old is me? He's in his probably 40s. Like, like 40 Who? You know what that. pisses me off more than anything about that? What kind of se- what 17-year-old has that much confidence? I don't know how to show love. <laughs> I was like, I don't know whatever you want, I'll just do. I'm so scared. <laughs> Pissed yeah, off at some seventeen-year-old well, guys out here like walking around with all this GD confidence. Something here in this interaction and this transaction. Maybe she's not really seventeen, Winger. Maybe she was like twenty-seven, but yeah. Winger was just really wasted. And that's the best case scenario. That's that's the confidence. No, that's a yeah. confidence of a forty-seven-year-old woman. Right, she was lying she's about yeah. divorced for a second time. Ain't nobody got that kind of confidence no. at seventeen. No. That's the part. You know what? That's the most fucked up part about that whole song right there. Dude, there's so many songs like that, though. Okay, well, speaking of fucked up <laughs> stories, so Dan, you we told everybody that you had a story of where you caught the person you were with cheating, but then you had multiple side piece stories where you're the side piece. Wait, so, what did you, what was the nickname you yeah. gave yourself? Yeah, you called yourself what? Uh, Danny Side Piece. Danny, Danny Side, side Piece. piece. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, now that I thought about that like if it's you know obviously like i wasn't the one cheating on somebody but i was the point of the triangle does that make me just as guilty yes did you know carry that same guilt like am i that like i i was thinking about that earlier i was like man maybe maybe i am a fucking piece of shit for for doing that well here's the thing ultimately Um, though it's the person who's with someone else who the fault like the fault lies with yeah. them because they knew better. They're the one in the relationship. Now, if you went into it, 
yeah, there might be a little something unethical or immoral about that, but you're not the one making that decision ultimately. Yeah. Ultimately, the decision is on me. And I think people, A, to, to cheat on somebody and, and get away with it, like you have to do a lot of, a lot of uh, duplicitous and yes. and um, and dark things need to line up. Yes, yeah, and, it's and so hard to that, not get like, caught. It, it's like premeditated murder almost. It know? is. It's, or you just want to blow the relationship up, but you don't want the responsibility of facing that person and saying, yeah. like, hey, this isn't working out." Yeah, you want to yeah. get caught. You want to get caught. You're like su- subconsciously like, yeah. Find this, yeah. find th- find out about this, and yep. do it so I don't have to do it. So I don't have to do it. Yeah, I think so. I think a lot. I of don't want to do lift the heavy piano. Why don't you come over and move the heavy piano on yeah. my face? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I sit that piano right on my face. <laughs> hey, so Dan, oh, so what was the story? What's the story with the your the relationship you were in where you caught her? Break that down for us. How long ago? Okay. How long were you in that relationship? So, and don't use when any I real first, names. No, I won't <laughs> use real names. We'll call her, uh, let me write this down so I don't fuck it up. We're going to call her Beth. Beth. All right. Beth. So Beth and I, uh, when I got out of college, Beth and I were in a long-distance relationship. And then uh, we moved in together when I got out of college uh, in a, we'll say a state town. We'll say Louisville, Kentucky. Oh, okay. That's what Shout out. And congrats on saying it the right way. Yeah, Catherine's from there. Oh, uh, you uh, Yeah, I love it. I love it there. I go there a lot. But uh, so, Dan, yeah. Dan, so real Beth quick, and I Dan, went there. You, I did it. Yeah. You and you and I filmed a TV show in uh, in Louisville together. We, we did film a TV show in Louisville. Every yeah. time uh, I tell you I'm from Louisville, fun. you t- and then and then uh, I got super super wasted and, yep. and ate all of the continental breakfast. <laughs> Yes, yes. Yeah. And yeah, and you you ate other stuff. Yeah, we ate all or that we drank all the tequila at the comedy all club. The tequila. And then you yeah. and yeah, you got so drunk because all you ate that day was hot car salad. <laughs> yeah. 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 Dan yeah, loves those, a car those, salad. Those, are, those, were the, those were the habitual salad days. Um, I <laughs> yeah. just added a lot of other variants to my diet. Yeah. But, okay. Uh, Sorry. So, so so you and Beth, uh so Louisville, this Kentucky. Is back in two thousand one. So mm-hmm. Beth and I had been in this relationship for roughly four or five months, uh, both uh, long distance and then living together in Louisville. So then I get a job offer in Atlanta, and she decides to move with me. I'm like, well, if we're making this work, if we want to go the long haul, because we had talked about marriage, we talked about having a very uh, productive and long-term relationship was very much in the cards. So we both moved to Atlanta together, and... Then, so she had a lot of friends in Atlanta. This was her old stopping ground. She would always come down here from Louisville. So she had a very uh, um, expanded and and, uh, um, uh, established social circle. And she dated this guy who was here. And, And back then, I was a very... I was a very insecure person. Like I didn't have, I didn't consider myself to have a lot of intrinsic value. Every, my value was determined on the things I did and how good I was at them. That's the value I felt that I brought to people. Yeah. I mean, I think that sounds um, like that's most people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So you're a human. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so the guy that she dated, I was, you know, very, 
I'm jealous of him because he was, you know, more established, more successful, and all the verticals that I wanted to be successful in. Um, he was taller. He was better looking. Um, you know, yeah, he was everything. I felt like very much a step down. So Aww, obviously there was that. Like, you know, was I he... felt like our love, you know, was there, uh, and you know, everything was on the up and up for a while. And then things started getting weird. We started hanging out in her group, and that guy was there, and her one, and he was like in a relationship with another girl. And you know, I would just hang out with her social circle because I didn't know anybody else. And I always felt their relationship to be kind of weird. And then things started getting weird about a year into the relationship. Um, you know, things would be said like she would like say things to me like, you know, hey, man, you should really start, you know, going to the gym a little bit more. What? Um, yeah. She like was that. nagging like, you? Kind of nagging me. That's like, what that sounds know, like. like I, I had a lot of insecurities about myself and she knew how to work them. It's how it felt. She knew and how to push that little button when she needed to. Yeah, you know, and I, I mean, I think ultimately what it was was we were just really too young and really just not didn't realize the gravity and the weight, the maturity that a situation like that required. But ultimately what started happening, I started noticing this relationship. I started, you know, getting home from work and hearing phone calls in the other room. I was like, that doesn't sound like one of her friends. Um, That sounds like one of her friends, but not like the kind of friends that like she says they are, you know? Oh, so was this with people that you had known? Like you were familiar with these, this person or people? I was, yeah, I was familiar with all of her people. I knew the girl circle and, you know, some of the phone calls I would hear, they would be wrapping up as soon as I got home. And I was like, that doesn't sound like she's talking to one of her girlfriends, you know, that very much sounds like, you know, a non-girlfriend. So were you Um, at that time, were you, would you have described that as being suspicious? Were you immediately suspicious? That's when the suspicion kind of started, but, you know, I'm very much like, let's just give her the benefit of the doubt, but at the same time, like, you know, you know something is going on, you right. know, and, yeah. and it got to the point, like, and there was, it, I don't want to just straight up say, like, she did all this fucking bad stuff because, you know, I certainly did some bad things too, but we're really all switched. And here's where it all switched when I thought like, oh, this person is not the person I thought is we're having dinner with her dad and we're having dinner at like some chain Mexican restaurant. And I think she needed to get a a job. She didn't, she hadn't had a job for like four months that we lived here. I was doing everything. And then her dad said something to the effect of like, look, you need to look that you need to go out there. Like I've given you a few contacts. I know you think Dan holds you back, but you just need to get out there and go do your thing. And I was like, Dan holds you back. Whoa. Did he what? say that in front of you? He said that in front of me. Dang, that's, that is and I lethal. Was like, I've never been anything but supportive. In fact, I'm literally like, just fucking do what you do. Like, at the very most, I was like, hey, why don't you try to get a job at, at this place? Like, I know they're hiring. You know what I mean? And she ended up working for, we'll just call it Rooms to Go. Uh, write that down because that's going to come into play. Uh, so, yeah. So, and that's when I started thinking, like, oh, shit. You know, all of these things, all of these little things that I hear. Like, I didn't know what gaslighting was. 
right. I didn't have the vocabulary to express that, but that was very much, there were moments of that. There were moments of, I see, I see what kind of, I see what she says in my absence. And, and that made me question everything. And then I started seeing the relationship with the other dude for something else. And then I saw like, everything just sort of changed after that. I'm like, oh shit, like it's been here the whole time. I know I'm not crazy. I know I'm not crazy, but how am I going to prove that I'm not crazy? Damn. I tried to like have a civil conversation about it and it just turns up me being crazy. Dan, you know I, mean? I swear to God, everything you're saying in order, like is exactly what I went through in that relationship of mine, that the big long relationship that I had before Jared was exactly that. I did not have the language for, I didn't have the vocabulary for what gaslighting was. I had my suspicions. There were things he did regularly, things I heard, things I overheard, things I saw, but I couldn't prove anything. And all he yeah. did was make me feel crazy. Yeah. The and then time. when you, when you start saying like, I know I'm not crazy. I yeah. know I'm not crazy. I know I'm not crazy. Oh, it's like, there's a reason the that you're feeling that. that there's a fucking reason you have that gut feeling. There's a reason yeah. those thoughts are coming into your head. And you've probably been in relationships that were healthy, that you weren't being gaslighted. And guess what? I bet you didn't feel that way. Nope. No, not at all. Exactly. No, at all. Also, very ballsy yeah. of her to have a conversation with somebody like that in the Ear same shot. house that yeah. you were in. Yeah. I, I remember sitting down one day and going like, hey, we'll, we'll call the ex-boyfriend. We'll call him uh, shit. Chip. Uh, we'll call him uh, Chipetto. Chipetto. Uh, Puppet master. Chipetto. And I was like, hey, Beth, um, I got to be completely honest. Like, your relationship with Geppetto, I know there's a history there, and I, you know, I know you guys have your own thing, and I don't want to impede on that, but I really feel uncomfortable with how you interact with him and, and how the whole thing just generally feels. And then it turned into me like, and I'm sure I didn't explain it as concise as that because I was a fucking I was 24, and again, you know, you, you don't know how to talk about stuff like that, right? But. I remember there was one time, like, we both shared the same, he was successful, and we'll call it race car driving. Uh, we'll just say I was a race car driver for this, because I have to be very careful, because this could, if I don't say the right shake thing, um, you'll be able to piece everything together. So he's very good at race car driving, and he wanted me to, like, drive his race car one day. And I didn't want to because I was insecure. I was like, I can't sell in for his race car. Like, he's too good. And I remember telling her all this. And then she, like, called him and told him, like, yeah, you know, he just feels really insecure because, like, he knows that you're, like, really, really good. He doesn't really feel like he can drive your race car and this, this, and this. I was like, why the fuck did you tell him that? Like, I told you that shit in secrecy. That was, like, me being vulnerable. You don't, like, put somebody's vulnerability out on the motherfucking street. Wow. And then I was the bad guy after that. You know wow. what I mean? Because in, in her mind, she facilitated me driving his race car in the race, and I was the shithead because I just didn't feel like I could do it. Um, and then that me, and then when I was like, "You don't fucking tell him how I feel," like you just yeah. say, "Like, hey, man, maybe he just doesn't want to do this," you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, but she so breached. I ended up doing it anyway, and I did really good. But that's beside the point. <laughs> yeah, but she breached the were, contract yeah, of the you, relationship. You see all these moments coming up, and 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 generally, it's starting to feel like the relationship is built on a lot of 
making one person feel less than the other insecurity. Yeah. So obviously I'm starting to feel that something's happening. So like Catherine said, and, and, and you said, Lace, like, you know, I'm not crazy, but how am I going to prove that I'm not crazy and know something's going on? Right. And then I said, here's what we'll do. Here's what we'll do. I installed a keystroke decoder yes. on our computer. Yes. So I can log all of the keystrokes oh and get God. her passwords to her email yes. and then check her emails and see the correspondence between Geppetto and her. Hold and, then sure, and then I'd be like, maybe nothing's there, then I'm fine, then we don't have to do this anymore. Yeah, but and you need I to know. A keystroke that, recorder? Like, Dude, yeah, do you not know about that? Wait, Dan, back up. Hold tight, because Catherine doesn't. Oh, she doesn't know about a keystroke uh, recorder. So it's a, it's a, it's like software you use on the computer, and it and it captures. Yeah. You download it into the computer, and then it knows you all the keystrokes it into the computer. It runs in the background silently, so no one knows it's on. Yep. And right? this is early two thousands. Anytime somebody uses yeah. the computer and hits the keyboard, it logs all of the keystrokes. So you hit a series of keys, like you say shift. Shift Command B Return. It will pull up that program out of the background, and you'll have like a text file with all of the keys that were written. So you'll see anything that was touched on that keyboard uh, that day. So is that still a thing today? Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Well, and most people back in like the early two thousands, you had one computer in the house, and it was one PC, and everybody shared it. So it'd be really easy to put something like that on a PC. So you could see like, if is my husband watching porn, and what does he search for? Completely. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. You could go through a text file. Yeah. It's much much. Much deeper and much more premeditated and, and, and espionage-like oh, yeah. than checking the history. Oh, like, yo, oh is, yeah. Because it will literally, is, like, you can see where they went to, like... We're way past that at this point. Yeah. You know? yeah, we're, yeah, yeah. We're installing, literally, this was one of the tools, like, we would use if we were in the CIA and we were trying to collect information on, like, spies. This yes. is a spy tool. This is an instrument of espionage. Yes. How is this legal? Uh, it is I in your mean, own house. It is. It uh, is. That's the thing. Uh, a lot. A lot of um, employers have it on most of their company computers. No way. Most, a lot of most monitoring softwares yep. automatically have a keystroke decoder that attaches to the individual IP addresses. Yep. So let's say somebody was doing something illegal at the office, or they were like funneling money, or they were no. insider trading, or something like that. Yeah. Or that employee gets fired, and then you can't log in and see anything. You got to be able yeah. to log in to see their stuff. So yeah, a lot of a lot of employers have that. Oh my and that God. will that yeah. will be at local, local terminals. So there's a few different layers, but like let's not get into the nuance of, of <laughs> yeah. Let's not worry about all that. Hey, it's good for a lot of them. it's good for um, parents with children though. That yeah, no, it is. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. I installed it, and I want to say what her password was, but I'll tell you, ladies, offline because it, it's still it sparks. It's in my bird in my head this day, but. I did it. I got the password, and then I waited a couple days. We want to know so that password, like, Dan. What was that? What was, was that like, password? Dude, do you really? You crossed several lines here. That obviously shows you don't trust her, and you don't trust the faith of this relationship anymore. Um, I think it's time to just go. Hey, let's break it off. But I was like, no, we need. We need gone this far. You know, we sat out at the table. We ordered the dinner. Let's eat the food. You know, like, <laughs> I, did, already, I need to know this now. I yeah, need to know. Yeah. Like, I'm not crazy. 
you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We've all been it. there. We We've all yeah. been there. Yep. I, I, I logged into I logged into her Hotmail account because that's how long ago this was. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and sure enough, uh, some of the first emails I found were between her and Geppetto. Oh. And I was like, oh, man. Like, my heart fucking sank. <sighs> and then, like, I opened one of the... I was like, well, we're already here. Let's just fucking... Let's do this. Let's this do it. you came for. You can't go back and, now. Uh, yeah, no, you can't go back after this. There's no going back. Blood, blood, blood's on your hands now. Uh, yep. Um, so, yeah, I opened up the first email of Geppetto, and it's like this fucking, you know, eight-reply-long thing, and it was like... You know, hey, totally love seeing you at the barbecue, you know, uh, and it's, we'll call Geppetto's uh, girlfriend, Cindy. Cindy and I were, like, really hoping she would come back to the house with us, this, this, and that, you know. Um, I understand it's a little weird, you know, being with a girl and a guy, you've never done that for your first time, but... Uh, you know, we do have certain rules and we do want to make it really comfortable for her. She's like, yeah, yeah, you know, totally. I wanted to go, but I think really I'm just trying to figure out this whole Dan thing. Dan! And I was what? like, Dan thing? The Dan thing. Oh, honey, no. You mean your relationship <laughs> that with you the live dude with you somebody? live with? Yeah. Oh, my. And also, Dan. Like, our names are on fucking utility bills and shit. This bitch. with a couple. Hey, Dan, this is so reminiscent of Catherine's story because when she went through all those voicemails, or not voicemails, uh-huh. all those text messages, what her ex was uh-huh. saying to the chick, the side piece, was, yeah, let me, I gotta figure out how to get out of this situation with this girl I'm with. I, uh, yeah, I'm in a relationship. Oh, yeah. No, with this girl I hate. I hate. This girl I hate. Living in the oh, same apartment, man. sleeping in the same bed. Three years. Three years they're in a relationship together. And he says, this girl I hate. That's how he referred to Catherine. Yeah. So oh, God. Same, same. Yeah. But listen, yeah. I'm sho- I'm in, I'm still, I'm still in absolute shock that not only was she cheating on you with Geppetto, she was cheating on you with a couple. With yeah, the guy's yeah, girlfriend. And then, and then I'm like, you know, that confirmed. And then like, I'm seeing, there's some other things, some other nuances. Like, I think they made out to a couple times. Oh my God. Um, and then it was like, Oh, that one of the ones that this is burned in my head. Like I can still see. I still. I remember when we locked eyes when you were racing your car and you wouldn't and we couldn't stop staring at each other <gasps> through the entire night. And I was like, "Yo, yo, oh man, my god, breaking right now." And I was an innocent baby bird back then, man. Yeah. Um, I, I couldn't. I couldn't handle. I knew how to handle shit like that. It was fucking hard, man. It really... Did, it like, really I still remember what I was... Of, oh, yeah, man. It was fucking... It was, it was tough to, 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 to read that. I still remember and when then, I read them. Like, your body... I mean, Like, every time I would read them, even after the first time, your body, like, goes that, into the shock, and you're, and you're like... You, like... My body would, like... Sh- I would couldn't... I would shake. My hands would shake for hours. Yeah. Yeah, your stomach, I you felt, feel it literally, yeah. like, in the pit of your stomach. Yeah. Yeah, I felt like I got hit by a bus, for lack of a better word. Yes, you yeah. know? that's what it feels like. And then every um, and time then you revisit this, this, this those words. Hole. It was fucking, it was awful, man. And so then, like... Here's what I want to know, then, Dan. Like, I'm curious. I, I started reading some of the other emails, and apparently all of her friends thought I was a piece of shit, too. Oh, uh, Jesus. Uh, 
And it's like, come on, girl, just fucking leave Dan and fucking come hang out with us, this, this, and that. And I was like, oh, man. God damn it. What the fuck, dude? All in emails. Well, yeah, because most people weren't texting. Texts cost so much money that most people who were, like, getting away with anything were doing it via email back in the day. So getting into someone's email was was more important than getting into their phone. Damn. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Basically, yeah. yeah, You got charged for every single text message. And and so before, like, when I read all this, I was like, okay, now what do we do? Now I have to bring this up, you know? Yeah. And, and... I have to really, like, and what I did was very wrong. You know what I mean? What I did was very wrong, but I, I, I feel, looking back, like, what was I, I should have just fucking ended it and broken up, but I remember we tried to break up once, but that just, it didn't work because things got, I we won't talk about that, but we tried to, but, you know, we were like, we still live with each other. Like, what the fuck are we going to do? And then yeah. after a few days, we're like, we're back together. You know well, what especially I mean? if you're like in your early 20s and you're in a different city yeah. together and you've got to like think of bills and every You make no. shit work even though it shouldn't yeah. and you should run, but you can't no. financially like take care of yourself. So I'm- you... Mm-hmm. kind of halfway need that person and it I was sucks. in that boat yeah sucks yeah you're I mean as much as you're just like this is the healthy thing to do you're like but my well I can't like I'm splitting rent with somebody I can't just get up and leave moving in with somebody I was, too early. I was paying yeah. for like 90 percent of everything we've all um, been there every one of us once she got a she did get a job at rooms to go <laughs> the last couple months and then the bills became a lot more evenly distributed so maybe that was maybe we should change the name to brooms to go because she She's was a, a witch, witch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, that was good. Um, that was really good. That was good. Yeah. So, and, and I guess like, um, so I've met a couple of the employees later on in life that work with her at Rooms to Go, and they're like, "Wait a European? You were the boyfriend she lived with?" And I was like, "What the fuck, man?" She was literally like, just trashing your name all around town. It sounds like twenty four seven. Yeah. And, what was she and, even with you know, for if she hated you so much? Like, what was she know, getting honestly, out of the relationship? It, it, here's what I think. Here's what I think went down. Um, I think she didn't want to be there. I I dragged her there. And she just didn't want to be there or she just couldn't, whatever part of her life that she wasn't getting um, with me, she really wanted. And then that just made her hate me. And then two, like she left her family in Louisville and she was very close with her family. And, and I think I just, I think, you know, she left and, and she just blamed me because uh, yeah, I, I took her away from everything. I, I yeah. think that's, And ultimately, too, I think that, you know, we were both just too young to handle a situation like that. Yeah. Um, Because, and and all I really wanted to do, like, I was new in my career. I wanted to work, come home, and make, like, different kinds of nachos every night. And that's really all I wanted to do. (laughs) That's pretty much, Um, I I mean, that's the dream. I didn't want to drive cars anymore. I didn't want to DJ. I didn't want to go to clubs. I didn't want to go to bars. That's all I wanted to do was that and she was very much into the other stuff and yeah. I just didn't want to do that you know what so. she didn't she uh shit I was trying to come up with something it was a pun in my head it made sense and then I went to say it out loud it didn't work but I was gonna say 
she was interested in pursuing her dreams, but not show dreams. Damn, that was really uh, good. Was like, oh, that was good. No, that was good. No. I was worried not about show gonna, dreams. Not no. show dreams. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it wasn't it's, cheesy uh, at all. So, so now we we get to the point of I have to broach this subject, uh, and 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 I was like, well, do I print out the emails and call the cops and just tell them to leave? I was like, no, don't don't do that. Um, <laughs> print out like, the emails and call the cops yourself. Like I feel like we can just go. So I was like, hey, look, you know, here's what I did was I looked through your emails. I know that was wrong. And then everything just got out of control from there. Did she turn it on you uh, and say, this is what you get? You should have never gone through my private stuff? Yeah, you should have never gone through my private stuff because you don't trust me, this, this, and that. And I was Whoa, like, man. well, you know, I told you I didn't trust you for a long time. And there's good and reason. Here's proof. Yeah, obviously I was right about everything. And I was like, you know, I, I, whatever, like, you, you, we need to leave. Like, we can't have this anymore. Like, we need to leave. And I remember, like, <clears throat> so I got all my ducks in a row to do this. So what I did was I called the office. I called the leasing office at, at our apartment complex. Uh, we had about six months left on the lease. So I was like, hey, look, can I just move into a one-bedroom apartment because it looks like there's going to be uh, some some other parties moving out. And it would be great if I could just, you just move me into a one-bedroom. And would that affect the lease at all or anything like that? I'm even willing to sign a new lease. Yeah. So I was able to do that. So I was able to like just like get That's all nice. the shit I needed to do, like in line, and then have that conversation. Um, it's like, look, oh, you wow. know, I know you don't want to be nice. here. I know, like, your parents are trying to get you, you know, somewhere else. Your parents want you back there. Like, this is over. We can't do this. Like, yeah. let's just fucking let's 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 call it let's call it what it is, and we're done. You've ruined course, my name at Brooms to Go. Yeah. I can't shop at Brim's yeah, Go yeah. anymore. She, yeah, she's like, my well, floor is dirty. I can't dust. Like, well, it sweet. sounds like you know, it sounds like you just don't want to be here. You know. Yeah, good and for I remember you. One, one of the main things. Here's one of the things I remember, and, and this is this is one of the things. I would always hear cigarettes on my way home from work, and uh, she would always call me like maybe an hour before I was leaving work. She's like, "Hey, will you give me some cigarettes?" I was like, "Sure." One day, uh, she was at work, and I was at home, and it's like, let's see if that is reciprocated, you know? Because oh. I remember watching a movie, I think it was, I think, I, I, I don't know what it was, but you can tell, like, what kind of person someone is by just a small gesture, Sure. you know? Yeah. Uh, it doesn't have to be a grand thing, but, and I was like, hey, you tiny, know, would you mind getting me amount of cigarettes yeah. on your way home? Yeah. And uh, she goes, no, because I don't like to stop on my way home. What? Like, oh, okay. I, I yeah, okay. Noted. Documented. And that's when I was like, no, drop the fucking hammer. Let's go. Yeah. 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 Let's make these moves because this you're is not going to end well. Yeah. If you're putting um, in more than they're willing to even kind of halfway fucking put in, then that's not a good sign. Yeah. Those are the first red flags. I remember on my flags. birthday, like, she yelled at me because Ooh. I got too drunk the Ugh. night before. I'm sorry, and, like, on your birthday you got like, drunk? Wow. Yeah, and then, like, she was, like, mean to me the whole next day, and then I, like, started crying, and then she was, like, cool and made me Damn. breakfast. But, like, Damn. I had to fucking cry. Damn. Oh, no. <laughs> Damn. Oh, poor Will. Damn, Oh, my God. Yeah, so, ultimately, went into the papping, and then she had two cats, and then, like, her family came down and moved around, but then she was, like, I got to live with my parents for a few weeks. We take my cat. I was like, absolutely fucking not. 
I was yes. like, you can take these cats and go shove them up your fucking ass for all I care. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, like, how much of a fucking pushover am I supposed to be here? You know? Oh. Like, I'm a wounded fucking person right now. Like, you hurt me. You know? Damn. Yeah. That was um, a test. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm really fucked up. I'm not showing it, but it's going to show up later on in many other relationships I have. And as a matter of fact, this might actually be the roadblock that prevents me from getting into any other relationship after this. So, you're welcome. Yeah. Me, instead of taking your fucking cat, I'm taking that emotional baggage. That's what I'm taking out of this relationship. Is I a can't take any more. Distorted mind and view on relationships. Oh my God. Okay, Ooh. so then you became a side piece for a while? Yeah. <laughs> so then you were like, I yeah. know it. Screw a monogamous love. Great segue. I really yeah. appreciate you just, Beth, just getting down to brass tacks. Beth ruined, she ruined um, your ideal of monogamous love. And you love. cannot watch another race car race. Yeah. Ever a NASCAR again. race for the rest of your GD life. Yeah. Uh, you know what? It was really kind of hard to, to, you know, something that I really loved and was very pure was actually kind of perverted and distorted and, and, and it changed, it changed how I did that, you yeah. know, cause I never let I anybody to, in. I used to love basketball. A lot of my life. And she was like the first person that I let in. Um, yeah. and I felt like it was just, you know, taking advantage of me. And it was, it was, it was not. Damn. It yeah. was, you know, it was something that was really hard. I had to work very, very hard to, like, be vulnerable with people again, you know, because vulnerability is a very weird thing. Did yeah. you ever go to therapy? Yeah, I've been in and out of therapy for a while. Love it. Um, yeah. Um, you know, I'm actually going, I've been going for the past year. Love it. Um, I've been going a lot lately, um, so. And, yeah, yeah, are you able, are you doing, like, a tele- telemedicine thing like where you what did you say teledoc i'm doing teledoc and we do uh we do uh 45 minute sessions yeah so online and it's uh it's a lot of money yeah (laughs) yeah man Uh, she's a good therapist um very understanding and and she gives me like homework and i was like look i don't i come to you just a bitch yeah i don't come to you to like bitch and get homework but also here's the thing my therapist gives me homework dude just guess what? You don't have to do it. <laughs> yeah. You're not going to get a bad grade yeah. in therapy. Yeah. Well, you know, they're good exercises. Like, one one was actually pretty good. Like, she said that I needed to read this book called, like, The Mindful Path or something. Sure. And, right. and it was, like, establishing, like, who you are and what your brand is. And you just – it's basically, like, the way a corporation, like, comes up with a product and they, like – Yes. You know, write down the five different things. It's just like that. So yeah. it's like establishing who you are in the world. And I was like, you know, this was a little corporate Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the side piece stuff. Um, <laughs> so how that was, how that came about was several years ago, this one girl I knew, she was in a relationship. She was married to a dude, but they were on the way out. But I don't think they're on the way out because if they were on the way out, they were together for like another year. Um, wow and that's a long I remember way she out. came over at like three in the morning you know we connected you know she no she came over like around nine or ten we hung out till 3 a.m and then she was like i gotta leave and then she's like will you call me an uber 
because I can't have that charge appear on our joint account. And that's when I realized, like, oh, shit, you're a side piece. Oh. And I was like, you're in, I, I said, you're in the game now, boy. And I was like, damn. Um, what if Danny like? Were you Giddy proud? <laughs> yeah, were you proud of yourself? Or you, do you feel naughty? Yeah. Do you feel dirty, like, like a dirty girl? No, nah, I mean, I think I was indifferent to it. I was like, well, you know, I mean, it's not it's not my relationship that I'm, you know, knowingly ruining. But yeah. I feel like the relationship is already kind of over. Do you feel like um, if she wasn't just, doing it with it you, did, she'd be doing it with somebody I think else? The, 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 the surreptitiousness of the rendezvous didn't really sink in until she said, will you call me an Uber because I can't have that charge show up? And I'm like, Oh shit, this is, this is, this is what, this is what adults do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. 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 Well, see, here's here's how Uh, I look at it. Cause I, I, I think that if you're the one that is the side piece, right. If you know all the other two parties involved, that's where you should yeah. feel bad. That's where like the ethics and the more morality of it come into play. Yeah. Because I think like with my ex, it was this, this chick knew me. She knew me very well. She knew our relationship oh, very well. Yeah. Not only that, she yeah. was a bartender where he worked and I used to sit and tip the shit out of her and chat with her for a long time. That's, so that's it's not that. like I was this faceless person and that she could walk away going, Oh, the relationship was already on the outs. Anyway, I don't feel that bad. He wouldn't have, you know, messed with me if, you know, things were perfect at home. This bitch knew me well and went in knowingly knowing what she was doing. Right. And that's when you should feel bad. But like, if you don't know the third person involved, right, you just know the one person. I don't think, how can you feel that bad? Yeah. Unless there's like kids involved or you meet the other person. Obligation is is to the person you know. Right. Um, It's a gray area. It's definitely a gray. No one's saying it's a good idea. I'm not like telling people go out there and break up a a marriage, but like it's kind of hard to blame that person if they don't kind of, they don't know the whole story. Yeah. Yeah. They don't. And, and that's a great point. And honestly, like that, you know, obviously the relationship was done because it, it didn't, but at the same time, like, you know, you don't know the ins and outs. You're, you're, all of your information you're hearing, A, anecdotally, and B, from a biased viewpoint. Yes. So, of course, just like that story I told, that's from my viewpoint. I know if you talk to her, A, she'll probably be like, she will not be that detailed, and B, it'll probably be a whole different story. And if yeah. we you know if we I mean? called Geppetto and interviewed him, he would have a completely different yes, take. Yeah. Then Geppetto would definitely have a. I was doing her a favor. Well yeah, yeah. And Cindy and Geppetto have a kid now. Like oh, I was so wondering that. Oh. So wow. And is then she... actually, Beth has a kid now, and yeah, Beth is is married and lives uh, we'll with Geppetto say, and Cindy. Uh, we'll go ahead and say Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Sioux Falls, Sioux Falls, Sioux Falls, South. Not oh. Soup Ball. I thought his name was Soup Ball, South Dakota. Yeah, Matzo Ball, yeah. Soup Ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Matzo Ball Soup is their son. South Dakota <laughs> is their son. Yeah, yeah. Their daughter's and, South Dakota. Uh, yeah, I, I just it, it. You know, everybody's viewpoint is different, especially you know when they're two things. Like obviously, like you guys have heard a lot of cheating stories. Oh yeah. You know, we love them. Things, things are always different. Yeah. There, there was one time I was in Vegas for my buddy, my buddy's wedding, and this was 2004, 
Yeah. Nice. This is 2004. Catherine wasn't even right. born yet in 2004. Dude, my parents weren't even born yet. Wow. So long ago. Wow. <laughs> I don't even think Pitbull, Pitbull was still in middle school. So. <laughs> yeah. And Dang. I, rem- I remember one of the bridesmaids, uh, her and I like hung out throughout the whole Vegas trip and she was married to a dude in the Air Force and all she talked about how shitty of a dude he was and how he sucked and how she feels trapped and this, this and that. And yeah, I was like, well you gotta get out. Like if you feel trapped, like wait, like you're young, like we're fucking twenty six, you know what I mean? Like wait till you get in your thirties and you got a kid and you think it's bad now. Like you don't know what what's down the pipeline with this guy. Like right. and then I remember like all of her friends kept going like it's so good you're hanging out with I can't even remember her fucking name. That's how much of a piece of shit I am. Um, <laughs> but like, it's, it's so good you're hanging out with so-and-so because her fucking, her husband came to the rehearsal dinner uh, back in, uh, shit, I got to come up with another name. Back in... Doesn't matter. Uh, uh, Arkansas. Deta- yeah. yeah. A, the yeah. rehearsal dinner in Arkansas and, you know, he came in to the Chili's in Little Rock and just was an asshole to everybody. And nobody liked him, and, 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 you know, he obviously had some serious issues, and, and she bears the point of it. And I was like, well, you got to just fucking get out of there. And then I think, I think like, some of the bridesmaids told him that her and I were hanging out, and then he called me. Oh, like, no! Me when, when I got back, and I didn't answer because I was like, that's a, that's a Little Rock, Arkansas area code. I'm not stupid. Yeah. I know how, I know what happens. I know what he's going to do because this is fresh out of my mind. Right. Because I was just going to do the same fucking thing. Like, I'm someone else's Geppetto. No. That's what yeah. 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 You probably felt awful too. Well, I, I think the difference between me and this dude was that like, I wasn't a shithead and like destroyed everything. Uh, anytime I went to a social engagement, I didn't just like destroy the social engagement by like fighting in the parking lot with my girlfriend or wife or whatever. But right. anyway, she actually called me a few months after like the, the wedding was over and that weekend happened. And she like thanked me. She's like, yeah, you know, that whole weekend, you know, it was really hard for the first couple of days talking about it, but I was able to get out. I'm in a lot better space now. I have a lot better job. I have better friends. And I was really able to just change my life around. I just want to say thank you. Was she still married like, to okay. the guy? Well, that's a, that's a good, that, that ended well. Yeah. Yeah. Is so there, did she no. did she end up marrying that guy or did you help her get away from she that? She was already married to the guy. She she was a bridesmaid. She was married to a guy who was not at the actual wedding. But the guy went to the rehearsal dinner and I think the bride didn't want this guy at the wedding because that's how much of a shithead he was. So and then also too, I think she wanted to be away from him for a couple days just to kind of have a girls weekend. Yeah. So Gotcha. Yeah, and then, you know, here comes me, you know, fucking Vegas drunk <laughs> Danny with, uh, you know, blowing, I blew like eight grand on a credit card. I had a floated check to Domino's when I got back. Float like, a check to <laughs> Domino's. Get the, the words that you're using are making, like, it's the nostalgia is just it's, creeping yeah, in. Yeah, Confusing. Wow. It's confusing, the time Catherine. period of when that was. And also, I think I, rented, uh, I think I rented Lord of the Rings on DVD when I got back from Blockbuster. What is? Uh, from Blockbuster. <laughs> what are those three letters together oh, mean? Oh, yeah, my God. That's how long ago that was. Dang, that's you amazing. Know. Dan, and now, like, 
when it comes to like hookups and stuff like that, I try to keep my nose clean and stay out of any kind of drama like that because yeah. I'm a little too old for that kind of stuff. Wait, wasn't there a story where you hid in the closet? But you know. Oh yeah, Dan, didn't you jump it. out of a window? Oh yeah, yeah. So tell us. Okay, hey time. Dan, Dan, right. real quick, we've got to we've got to literally wrap in like a couple minutes. Um, but okay. so if you can tell the story to us quick, then we can wrap up, and that yes. would be amazing. And so yeah, 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 yeah. So no problem. So this is when I lived in Johnson City, Tennessee. Okay. Or I lived in Greenville, Tennessee, and I went over to this girl's house, and uh, uh, she, I, I, I was DJing at the club, and she was there. She's like, "Hey, I live just outside of Greenville. Like, why do you come over?" And and I was like, "Cool, you know, fucking the, the person to hang out with in Greenville." Yeah. You know, because that doesn't happen a lot. Yeah. So I'm there, da 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 da, we're hanging out, we're having fun, you know what I'm saying? We're, you know, making out, nothing too heavy. But then, like, uh, uh, I hear a car pull into the garage, and then I hear, like, door slam. She looks at me pale as a ghost. Oh. And she goes, oh, shit. Oh. And I was like, oh, shit, what? She's like, that's Brian. Oh. And I was like, who's Brian? No. <laughs> He's and an MMA fighter. Like, oh, <laughs> and I started panicking. And I was like, what, 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 what? And then we're like panicking. And then like. That'll, I that'll crush your boner real quick. Yeah. Uh, like, like he'll he literally crush your boner. Door yeah. lock, and I was like, fuck. So I realized like I, I, <laughs> I padded my pockets to make sure I had my cigarettes, my lighter, and my keys. Wow. All right. And I ran to the back. All right, opened up her window and jumped out. I, I hang brought out of a two-story window. Wow. Um, and it fucked up my ankle pretty bad. And then I ran around the perimeter of our apartment complex um, and cut through the woods and then stayed in the woods <laughs> for like an hour and a half because I wanted to make sure he didn't have any friends because my car was kind of on the street and yeah. I could see my car and I wanted to make sure that Nobody else was around my car, like, waiting to jump me or anything. Where was your cell sure phone and clothes? he wasn't going to fucking murder her or something yeah, like that. Yeah, did you have a cell phone, and did you have all your clothes on? Uh, I had all my clothes on. Like, everything was very above board. Like, yeah. I was literally there. We did some making out, but, like, nothing. That was it. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, maybe the, the third, third, second base was definitely there. Third base was maybe about two, to happen. Two and a half bases yeah. in. Um, yeah. But Brian came home. And, yeah. Uh, Cockblocker Brian. We all know him. So you got out clean? And, and, and to this day, I, I still don't know. Like, I, I never saw that girl again. Wow. So we don't know if she was alive? Yeah. We don't, well, we don't know I if mean, she was married. I mean, I know she was, she was alive because I saw her or... car at her place and stuff like that. But, like, I was like, don't even, don't even. And that was, like, one of my first tastes into, like, country relationships. Yeah. You know, country how they are, like, the south. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that's true, though, yeah. man. I know so many people who like there is more seedy, backwards, like cheating, hiding yeah. shit in small towns than there oh, is in sure. yeah. big towns. Because they probably feel trapped. Because they're trapped. Yeah. They yeah. can't get out most of the yeah. time. They're trapped. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. And yeah. It's, just, uh, oh, it's, it's the drama is on a whole other level, and, and it's fucked up. But yeah, so that wow. was, uh, and I think I'd only been living in Greenville for about four months. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome, Welcome to Greenville. To Greenville. Uh, yeah. <laughs> our, our windows are, are jumpable. Yeah. Well, our windows are jumpable. Yeah. Dan, was, thank uh, you so much. Was, like, and and what I'm thankful for wasn't a third floor because I would have 
I don't know, man. I still don't know what that guy looks like. He could have been like a, a badass. I mean, honestly, too, I was like, was I was nineteen at the time. Like, I what? could maybe like do some some Florida shit, you know? Like, I don't know. No, yeah, I was twenty. I was twenty. Yeah. Um, Man, Dan, you got stories upon stories. We might have to call you back another episode to see if you got any more, because I know you got to. I realized after I've been connecting with a lot of my friends back in Florida over the COVID thing, like, we've been reminiscing about stuff, and I was like, dude, I I completely forgot that. I'm not surprised. Um, Yeah, not surprised that you have forgotten probably chunks of, you know, time. Yeah, Uh, and I, I was like, I was like, that's literally like, would be like a normal person's most craziest story they've ever had in their life. But like, so I was like, Oh shit. Forgot about that. Yeah. That's a Tuesday for Dan. <laughs> Just another Tuesday yeah. for old. What was it? Danny side, side piece. Danny side piece. Danny side piece. All right. Danny side piece. Dan, we love you, Danny side piece. We cannot thank you enough for, uh, for sharing all these stories yeah. with us. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you guys. When is this, uh, when is this going to be out? Monday. Like, this Monday. This Monday, You're okay, next, cool. Can yeah, I, can yeah. Can I plug? Uh, can I plug? Uh, please. At Week Comedy or anything like that. One hundred percent. Absolutely. Even though you didn't say yes or no. No, no, no. Please tell people where's the best yeah. place to follow you. Instagram. Yeah. So follow me on Instagram at Dan Weeks Comedy. Um, in a couple weeks, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna do my own. Um, I'm gonna do my own talk show. We'll have not ten guests, but two to three guests. Um, you know in various different disciplines and, and really uncover the how, what, why, how they've achieved what they've achieved. And, uh, you know, maybe we can apply some of that formula to our own lives and help us achieve our own goals. Hell Love yes. it. Oh my God. Leaving on an inspirational yes. note. <laughs> All right. Thank yeah. you. Hey thank guys, you. Thank you so much. You All guys right. be cool. And, and thank you for having me on. I really appreciate thank it. Thank you. Love you. Bye. Bye. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. Love him. That's so great. Dan is like never. It never ends. He's one of those men that you're just like, you. He's lived two thousand lives. Oh yeah, it's amazing. Like his stories are out of control. We could call him back and just be like, hey, tell us all of your weed related stories. And he would go on a tangent, a tangent for hours, Mm -hmm. and it's and that wouldn't even be like the most interesting thing about him. One of the my favorite people to watch on stage. Oh god, he is he is a beast too in comedy. He's super funny, but love him to death. Uh, That was super great. All right, so I think this is the end of the pod. That was awesome, Um, and we will be back on our Friday mini. Yeah, uh, we'll, with some catching up, and we've got an amazing guest to tease everybody with on Friday's episode. Yeah. Um, and check, or if you're not already following our Instagram, follow our Instagram. We have an exciting announcement we that do. we're going to announce maybe this week or next. Yeah. Um, we're, we're on Instagram at, at Chidi's Podcast. And how uh, can they follow you yourself? You Catherine? can find Catherine at, on Instagram at KBiz9, K B I Z Z9. How do they follow you? Oh my gosh, at Lace Larrabee. So when y'all go on there to follow at Dan Weeks Comedy, yeah. follow Chidi's, follow Catherine, follow me. And if you're on iTunes, uh, it would be huge if y'all could subscribe first and then leave us a little review you don't even have to leave the review you can just rate us just you know hit those stars you know four or five are appropriate uh (laughs) of the many stars that you could click and yeah yeah, if you did that that really helps us out i Uh, am so looking forward to the negative ones yeah this is when i know we're gonna make it i'm like can't wait for a one star and it's somebody yeah it's like it's like a cheater yeah yeah yeah, that 
I want some haters. Let's get some haters. We want some haters. Yeah. But hey, y'all, please keep calling us too with your voicemails. We've got, we've got a lot coming in, but, uh, I know it's quarantine and people may not be able to tell their stories from their houses and stuff, but please, you know, pull away, go to the backyard, give us a call. We'd love to have you on the pod. So call 888-STABBY-8. That's 888-782-2298 and leave us just a quick little teaser voicemail about your wild cheating story. Uh, like we say every pod. So please do that. And that's it. We stay safe and sane out there, folks. We love you, toodles. Bye. Bye. That's my wife, you asshole.